the film that you're going to see is uh, about key figures in my life, which are my parents. And I, I hope you enjoy it, that, that's all. And we'll talk afterwards. Afterwards, yes. Yeah, yeah. OK, thank you. Let's go. It's my favorite film, yeah. It's your favorite film? Mm. This one? Yeah. Why? Because it's so joyful to make, because it's a really personal thing, and it's about light, and it's memory of my parents mixed with myself. So it's not about biography, but it's more the mix of different time, one plane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. And different landscapes between the countryside and then the, and the city. I shot the first part first, and also wrote the first part first, and then we stopped. And the first part I dedicate to my mom, and the second is for my dad. So I think they have different character. So the film, actually we changed the film stock, and then changed the lens as well. Uh, I spent uh, maybe a month or two after the first section, and then we write. The first part is dedicated to your mom, and the mm -hmm. second one, second part? Dad, yeah, father, so it's about his memory. You try to make it possible to interconnect countryside and the city. Kind of the experience because me, I, I grew up in that environment, the countryside, and then uh, later, you know, the city changed, and then I went to Bangkok to study. So, so all this shift and the, the difference of hospital, because before when my parents worked in this rural hospital in in that town. It was still wood and still uh, or concrete, but very old style like this. But we still have many of these, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but then it changed to uh, bigger, a modern style that come to our town. And the hospital in the last part is the place that my father went to his therapy before he died. Is it? possible to find some irony at the end with this music, everybody dancing? <laughs> it's Thailand. It's a, people are very uniform. For the past, I think, 10 years, came in, everyone's doing this in a public park or in sometime in a parking space of the department store. Yeah. It's in, in many of my films. Yeah. I was not part. My, my sister-in-law, yes. My sister-in-law was the the leader. <laughs> uh, why in the film so many soldiers in the hospital? I haven't seen this for a long time. Is there soldiers there? Soldiers or people with uniforms. For us it's strange to see soldiers yeah. in uniforms inside of the hospital. No, for me it's, I don't know, it's, it's just that. But I also like uniform. I, I like the mixture of this figure that always is within our our life, you know, either physically present or, or the power that they have. In, in this film, the, the soldiers are alive. Yeah. In the last film, with guns, they are sleeping. Yes. But alive in the way that is kind of harmless. Yeah. But it's, it's also my relationship with them for the past few years that the role of soldier has become more and more ugly. and become really authoritarian figures and then two years ago we had the military coup um, that until now with this soldier controlling the country yeah and so that's why the last film was like that yeah
Any questions, please? What does a DDT mean? <laughs> That's my, I still don't know. <laughs> my dad, he always repeat this joke. And uh, yeah, he, he actually a uh, part of the, he's in the military, he's a military doctor. That's where he met my mom. Many scenes are quite uh, funny uh, when they begin to drink this, this whiskey in this, <laughs> this room underneath. But uh, later on, at the end of the film, we see this kind of black pole. I don't know. You it don't know what it, it is? I just like it. It, it just you know, always happens when I work and go to location and try try out and just know to what exists, but I, I somehow it's unconscious decision to to put them there and even after the film play in festival few festivals someone note that hey there's a lot of circular motif in the film mm -hmm. which I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't intended to, you know, mm. starting from the shape that the guy like is the circle also the circle of what the eclipse, all that, and the circle of the end, so and the circle of you know life maybe in the mm -hmm. from the past to the present and yeah. But with this black hole, you didn't want to frighten us as spectators. I don't think so. It's not entrance of memory. It's a memory. It's, it's like a sucking because it's a machine to suck the the breeze when you make a artificial limbs. Yeah. And I just like smoke, you know, to go in and have different shape. So you don't write down the idea, the concept of a metaphor, no. meaning this and that. That's not your way to. No, uh, maybe yeah, maybe it's kind of obvious, but I didn't intended to like oh at the beginning we leave the inside of the hospital in the countryside and then you focus on the fields mm. and trees and we, we hear the actors speaking <laughs> yes. huh? and they say they repeat many times the shots many takes many takes yeah could you speak a bit about your method of working you need to make many takes to get what you're looking for yes and sometimes they're really similar uh, <laughs> but because it's film I, i'm not sure if i got it you know at that time we have a small monitor and not high definition, so the playback is not really <laughs> tell you much. So I'm pretty controlled actually, but b before reaching that point we have a lot of rehearsal and improvisation because we really cannot have improvisation on set that much because of the budget and yeah, scheduling. So the dialogues are written, everything is very precisely written? Quite written, if it's not right chain on the spot, but Many shots are just one long moment with no movements. Mm. I don't mean it's boring, mm. but... Uh, if it's long, I will cut. <laughs> it's not long. There's no need to cut. And you don't use that much the close-ups? Not much, because it's, it's like this. It's supposed to be in cinema to have more details and freedom for audience to look for life around. Not only the image, but also sound design and all. So you deeply trust in your spectators, the audience? Yes, yes. It's also to call into the artificiality of cinema. You know, when you have wide frame, you realize that you not really concentrate on only narrative, like mm. follow the action. You start to see other things. Did you experience a, a dentist singing in your ear? Yes. Yes? No. Uh, during the casting, there's one dentist who was a singer, uh, like that. So. I was just inspired. 
Do you like to be the boss, the, the chief of a crew around you? Yes. All this, uh, <laughs> yes? No, but they are very, like family, we stick for more than 10 years. If you look at the credit, it's almost replaceable. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same group of people. For me, I'm a pretty shy person, I'm really introvert. So slowly through filmmaking, I start to build family <laughs> that I feel comfortable sharing. And then from the something very personal about my memory, start to have actors and other people memory into this ball of light together. We go to different film and now my actress, Jen Jira, the, the older lady, start to get more and more influence into this world. Is it one way for you to give a insight in your culture to film disabled people with no arms or no legs? It belongs to the history of your country or your point of view about mm. Thailand? No, but because it's what happened to Jenjira during tropical malady shooting, she had a motorcycle accident. And ever since, she has always trouble trying to cure this leg. But you have these scenes in a hospital with this... Uh, artificial legs and arms, why focusing on this suffering humanity? No, they're there, they're, they're beautiful. I mean, they, the film is about getting hope, I think, about how people try to find their way, imagining a better future. So it's always about exercise or try to heal oneself. Even though in these big cities with these big factories and these certainly pollutions. I look at it really positively. That's why I like this film, because it's really, for me, like a glass. That's why I was really shocked when the film was censored in Thailand of many scenes. The scene with the monk playing guitar and also the doctor drinking. <laughs> they're not actually drinking, they're prepared to drink. <laughs> and then there's a monk playing UFO toys remote control and the kissing and the erection. So for me it's nonsense, but then the censor board, which were the police in the de police department, they invite other people from a doctor council and religion council and film scholar and um, many other you specialists. Know, specialists. Yeah. Uh, and then there's watch the film that I'm not allowed to participate in also their, their after discussion. Uh, then they got me into the room and they said, okay, we, we want this four or five scene cut because that, 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 and because monks not supposed to play guitar, doctor supposed to help people not drinking. So, so they view cinema as a, as a propaganda tool for certain group. And the film scholar say, Abhishek Pong, you should stop making film <laughs> because you don't know how to make movies. You should relearn again. So I said, oh, I was so angry. I was really mad because who are they? And, and the film just went to Venice before Thailand. I mean, it's such an absurd situation where I think if your film go to a major festival, you should celebrate or support, not like this. So I start a petition. I spent a year uh, forming a group with my friends called Free Thai Cinema Movement. And then we changed the law successfully from the policeman to uh, Ministry of Culture. 
even though now in our days it, it seems to be become more difficult again. Yes. After the king passed away and. Uh, yeah, I think the problem are more with the self censorship because there are certain taboos that you cannot talk about. But this version we've seen is the original one or the, the censors. Mm, one? I I don't think there's a censorship version because in Thailand, when we censor. I refused the first time, and then second time I had an idea, so I collaborate with the Thai Film Foundation, and we opened in one theater downtown with the scene cut, but we replaced with black in that scene, and the whiskey drinking scene, I, you know, the whole thing is five minutes, I think, so people sitting in the dark, <laughs> periodically. It's a statement. It's not a. It's not a film. Then, in front of the theater, we have a board showing history of censorship in mm. in Thailand, mm. and people aware that oh, this is not only Thai cinema that been butchered, but Hollywood film also. But it's so seamless. You know, there's this scene missing from Thai version and that. And yeah. Any questions, remarks? Yeah, uh, just a curiosity about the whiskey drinking scene. There is some moment there is this woman looking at us, mm. looking at the camera. And so I felt a bit distracted from the healing action. I was thinking probably you wanted to protect him with this healing moment, or there was an intention there, or I don't know. It came during the shooting, the shooting rehearsal, and she looked at the camera at one point, and like, whoa, I mean, what a face, because she reminded me of the one of my parents' friends when growing up, and I just want to remember this, and she has a striking face, and at the same time, is looking at you, uh, again, to remind you that this is such a, an illusion thing, that it's just a flat thing, that it's a cinema. Yeah. Because I always believe that cinema is like magic, like the director is hypnotizing you, and you become very passive, you know, you just submit everything. But for art, like visual arts in the gallery, you become very active, and you just walk to the space, and you put a lot of yourself to interpret the artwork. I think that's why the artwork are very reductive, not like cinema, because they, they need you to fulfill you know, the meaning of what, the beauty. You know. uh, so, but for me, sometimes I like to activate this passivity of the audience in, in cinema. for many of my works because um, like script writing too there's a lot of style you know when you read a script writing book you know it's all they talk about this arc you know mm. and about the act one act to it that was oh this is really bad because it's it put you in a cage and so for me the same with meaning when I talk with my actors I said you don't need to know the background, you don't need to know the motivation, you don't have to build the, the history of this character mm -hmm. because the beauty is, is unpredictable. It's like you put a cage into this character. Yeah. So as a director too, I don't know many of things, but I know I like this certain thing. And yeah. We have to give an end to this 
conversation because you have another screening. We have an appointment tomorrow afternoon, 4.30. Mm-hmm. We will be in one of the installations. We'll see one of your films, six and a half minutes. Yeah. It's quite different in the rhythm and the way yeah. to, to explore night. Yeah. And uh, we will speak about that. We will have time to, to speak again about your way to conceive cinema. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much to be here and to be so open-hearted to mm. our questions and to our reactions. I think I am, we are somehow uh, under the charm, huh? the charming way to, of your conceiving cinema. So thank you very much. Thank to you. Let, to let us enter. And th- that's fantastic in, in your aesthetics. You let us enter in your world. We can step in. We can share with you something. Mm. So uh, thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank so. you. Thank you for showing on film because <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's no longer circulate this film. No. It's only I think here and Paris that still have a print. Yeah, yeah. After we stop. You see Paris, Geneva. It's happening in these two cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Peter. Thank you.